to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. We're going to give a shout-out to all of our awesome patrons. Yeah, you know who you are. Are you ready to know? <laughs> First, we have Riley B. Girl, Riley B. And then Ross McCarthy. Hello, hello. We have our girl, Leilani. Oh, girl. Welcome to the Patreon team. <laughs> Casey. We've got Miss Julia, mm-hmm. and then Jessica Johnson, and my girl Heidi. Oh, hi Heidi. And then a Korema. And Alicia. Oh my gosh. Welcome to our Patreon, everyone. You guys, thank you so much for supporting us and being awesome and being our friends. Yeah, enjoy your bonus odes and your <laughs> notes and your other good things. Cool. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I was halfway asleep, maybe more, when I realized what his kiss had reminded me of. Last spring, when he'd had to leave me to throw James off my trail, Edward had kissed me goodbye, not knowing when or if we would see each other again. This kiss had the same almost painful edge for some reason I couldn't imagine. I shuddered into unconsciousness, as if I were already having a nightmare. is this it this is it are we really starting yeah hi (laughs) welcome hi everybody welcome to remember Remember twilight Twilight. (laughs) my name is Marin. my name is emily (laughs) and this week we're reading chapter two stitches oh how many stitches i don't know like 50 50 in under 30 seconds and she's gonna she's getting the the mark sloan plastic surgeon oh but better yeah so it's it's just gonna be the tiniest pink line mm-hmm. that nobody's ever gonna notice all the way down her arm but before we get started check this out check this out 
So last week was, uh, was it a party? It was like a gathering of horror. There was like party elements. Right. So there was candles and goblets and presents and cake Traditional and party things. But Stack of plates. Man, worst party ever. Yeah, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I don't want to go to that party. In fact. Okay. It feels really yucky. She fell. She got all cut up. And now. now Let me open my book. <laughs> now let's talk about it. Oh, man. Okay. Remember how there were some vampires looking at her? Yep. Six horrifyingly, ravenously hungry monsters. Yeah, but then there's Carlisle. Carlisle's like, eh, it's good. Yeah. Everybody out of here. Jasper becomes the strongest mosquito <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> and Emmett and Rose have to, like, wrestle him outside. Do you think they just, like, push him into a ball and, like, roll him out the door? Yes. 100%. That's the easiest or way. Or not even roll, just like a dribble. Oh. Do you, how bouncy is a vampire? I can't imagine that they're bouncy. Not at all. No. <laughs> Think of all the broken floors. Oh, no. Oh, no. Esme worked so hard on those. <laughs> and, uh, um, Edward's a growl and a clench. And it's like... And not um, breathing. Unsmiling for once, Emmett nodded. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know it's serious when Emmett isn't smiling. He's not making any jokes about this. Oh, don't like it. Um, Rosalie, her divine face strangely smug. Ew. She knows that this means that Edward's going to break up with Bella, oh, right? Gross. That's why she's happy about this. Why would she be smug about this? Oh, because she's like, I was right. Mm-hmm. She's dangerous. I was right. She's not going to, she's going to cause major problems. Eh. I was right. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Gross. Um, Esme's sorry, but she is on the verge of eating Bella, so she has to leave. <laughs> Carlisle has the one family brain cell, comes over, puts a tourniquet around Bella's arm, and then he's like, so, Bella, do you want, like, casual stitches here or, like, hospital stitches? And she's like, don't ever take me to the hospital again. She's like, casual, obviously, and so they take Bella to the kitchen table, which is the most casual of their available surfaces. Think of it. Their house is, like, 6,500 square feet, uh-huh. 25 bedrooms, 16 bathrooms, mm-hmm. which they don't need. No. Take her into a bathroom, please. Well, and you know the entire house is, like, sterilized. <laughs> You know, Alice is just wandering around all day, wiping things with Clorox wipes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. They've got time. If I had an extra 12 hours in the day, oh my gosh. I would clean so much. My house is so dirty and so messy right now, and it makes me want to die, and all I want is to not have to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, literally every night when it's time to go to sleep, I lay there and I'm like, I wish I didn't have to sleep, because I have so much to do. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, so so Bella is surprisingly tight about all of this. Of course she is. Bella does not internalize any trauma. No. Bella is used to trauma. She squishes it way deep down inside where it belongs. Yeah, it's like right here. <laughs> she puts her shield up. She's fine. Yeah. No, no post-traumatic stress injury. No, um, no, she doesn't need any ravioli. She doesn't need no, any coke. No, no coke. She's fine. Um, Edward, however, he becomes just like the stone-faced internal oh, monologue because he's broken. Edward he's is so broken. broken right now. Yeah. 
Um, he won't leave her side until Carlisle and everyone else in the room tells him, like, leave, go find Jasper and talk to him because he's probably freaking out more than anyone else. <laughs> um, Bella has a numb arm, <laughs> so Carlisle begins the, like, plink plinking <laughs> of the glass out of her arm. Something, I mean, something shattered and just went in. Mm-hmm. It's like a... I have a friend, well, I don't, I haven't spoken to her in like 20 years, but we used to be roommates in college, and she was in a car accident once, and the whole windshield shattered into her face, Yikes! and every once in a while, she would like scratch her forehead and pull a piece of glass out. It was amazing. That's cool. (laughs) And that, and that accident was like, it had happened like seven years before I even met her. And so I, she was like, well, do you want to feel it? And she's like, rub my forehead. And I just like rubbed against her forehead and it was bumpy, but it wasn't like pimples or anything like that. It was just glass all in her forehead. I'd be afraid that that would like move into your eyeball. (laughs) Yeah, me too. But do you remember when Alex... I'd have to wear a headband very tight so it couldn't go down. Do you remember when Alex Karev got shot and he wouldn't like get his bullet out but it was like moving alex <laughs> you're one of my favorite characters but boy are you dumb yeah, get there get your bullet out idiot you're a doctor <laughs> yeah. you're friends with all doctors <laughs> they Just can do let it them for you. <laughs> on the kitchen table obviously, obviously. in meredith's, meredith's house, house. <laughs> oh remember Grey's anatomy uh, let's do a podcast about Grey's anatomy oh my gosh Oh, that would be a, uh, even a more scream than this. All the crying and screaming. <laughs> Anywho. Yep. Bella. She's not her usual pass out of a blood smell. Nope. She's taking the breaths. She's calming herself. Is she, in fact, hungry? <gasps> Blood kind of smells good. She just describes that she has a faint (laughs) stirring of unease in her stomach, which to me usually means like, (laughs) time for a sandwich. (laughs) I equate every feeling in my stomach to, well, I guess I better eat. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Right? Absolutely. I'm not even joking. Her bite is taking root. (laughs) Evil hand! Mm -hmm. Uh, poor Alice gives up eventually and has I to know. leave the room too. She feels so bad about it. Remember, sorry. even though like all the blood spurting out happened in the main room, Bella's still just like covered. Yeah, in blood. Literally, so. her she's her shirt is just dripping. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carlisle's relaxed calm was only more amazing, set in direct contrast with everyone else's reaction. How can you do this? Bella asks. The vaccine, <laughs> the vampire <Carlisle> vaccine. <laughs> JK, years and years of practice. <laughs> Makes sense though. Right. A little bit of inner venom. Mm-hmm. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Easy as, as peasies. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Carlisle's eyes are dark. He's so incredible. He's he so hungry, so but incredible. he's like. But nothing. Also, it's fine. he's breathing. Yeah. And I'm like, why just hold your breath, dude? But no, it says, the only sound besides our quiet breathing was the soft plink plink. And I'm like, why is he breathing? He's he's the man. He's 
his incredible billions and billions of dollars have helped him to learn how to be super calm when he's doing surgery on a human. All billionaires are very calm. Oh yes. Speaking of billionaires, <laughs> our girl Casey sent us a voice oh, message. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm going to play it right now. Listen. Casey, Casey, I can't even. Hi Marin and Emily. This is Casey, longtime listener, first time caller. I just wanted to say that I really loved and appreciated Emily's little anti-billionaire rant in the latest episode. Carlisle having over $30 billion is ridiculous. But one thing about it is that, so, okay, NASA this year said that it would cost between $20 and $30 billion to set up a sustainable human presence on the moon, which means Carlisle's wealth creates enormous potential for space vampires in the Twilight universe. And that is something that I want to hear. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Thank you. Okay, P.S. Imagine the Colons playing baseball in zero gravity. I'm just saying. Do you guys know what I mean? Casey. Space vampires. Space vampires. As if you could outbreathe me. Yes. That was literally Emily's <laughs> response. And I just like, I was like, well, I got to screenshot this conversation. <laughs> so we'll put that screenshot up. But oh my gosh, Casey, it's just brilliant. That's the only good thing of having more than $30 billion is because you get to buy your own planet. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but why? <laughs> Forget about Isle Esme. We're going to have like Colin Moon. I mean, I mean, moon I was Cullen. just going to say I'm into it, but then I thought about all the poor people. <laughs> I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> How about give some Fix of that money Earth to first? Earth? <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Uh, Carlyle and Bella start having a grown up chat. It really is super grown up, which isn't surprising. Bella is being super introspective she is all uh like she goes you try very hard to make up for something that was never your fault Bella so do you yeah exactly I was like oh man she is looking in a mirror right now yeah good grief she goes why did you even think of trying to uh, (laughs) then the obvious one Yes, that's exactly what we she put said. on our serious faces and we talk about our childhood. Yeah, he's like, Well, I was raised in the religion. Not religion really got to some people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, man. And as Carlisle's talking about this, he puts all the medical supplies in a bowl and just lights it on fire. Just so casually. Doesn't warn Bella and she's like, ah, fire. He's so casually chucking huge bloody gauzes into a bowl, dousing it with gasoline, rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. And then lights it on fire. (laughs) And baby. And then just shakes his hand. Yeah, that should do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, never in the nearly 400 years now since I was born. Carlisle brag. <laughs> have I ever seen anything to make me doubt whether God exists? Listen to how old I am and listen to how many miracles I've seen. 
<laughs> not even the reflection in the mirror. I'm beautiful. Of course God exists. <laughs> Look Wait at a me. Second. Made in his image. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella's like, oh, religion. Okay. <laughs> not what I thought. And Carla goes, I'm sure this all sounds a little bizarre coming from a vampire, but I'm hoping there is still a point to this life, even for us. Uh. Our guy Edward thinks that vampires have no afterlife because they have lost their souls. Big news for Bella here. Yeah, because Edward won't talk to her. Mm. That old thing. Uh. And Bella goes, that's the problem, isn't it? That's why he's being so difficult. <laughs> And Carlisle goes, I look at my son, his strength, his goodness, the brightness that shines out of him, and it only fuels that hope, that faith, more than ever. How could there not be more for one such as Edward? Man, he loves his little baby (laughs) boy. I feel that. (laughs) You guys should see, like, (laughs) every Sunday we go to dinner at Emily's grandma's, and every Mm -hmm. Sunday Emily's mom comes. And every Sunday, Emily's mom, like, she's, like, going to put her shoulder up. Because Emily's mom goes in, and she just goes, right on Emily's neck. Because, man, she loves Emily so much. I get it. I get it. I love my kids that much, too. And it is, like, my mom has the most, like, unconditional love for her children. It's I mean, it makes me roll my eyes, but then I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I get it. Because it's like, you do see that light, you see the potential in your children, and you see that they're beautiful, and they're worthy just the way they are, at, at least if you're a functioning parent. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's really, it's hard to be like, to give up on your kid. And so he just sees Edward as just perfect. It's beautiful. Oh, Edward kind of is, oh, he's sweeties. very wholesome. He's mm-hmm. very sweet. So Carlyle asks Bella, if you believed as he did, could you take away his soul? And Bella's like, well, well, now wait a second. That's not the right way to word that. I get to give up my soul. He doesn't get to take... It's not about him taking it away. It's about me giving it up. Yep. And also, I don't believe in that. (laughs) So. That's my girl. Moot point. Yeah, unfortunately, it's both of their choices. Mm -hmm. And so, we cannot... (sighs) merge there's no meshing when you both are just it's one of those this is one of those things though that like i mean it's a recurrent theme in life in literature in tv in books and in movies that like in couples like i remember when angel and buffy broke up Mm -hmm. and buffy was like this isn't my choice i don't want this and you can't make this choice for me And, and angel's like bye like I have to make this choice for you I have to make it for us Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah this is kind of the same thing and then when Edward leaves he takes away Bella's choice to stay in the relationship but that's because he couldn't it's such a weird and interesting thing I would love to hear everybody's thoughts about the choices that we make that have to do with other people Mm -hmm. because it's 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 rough yeah because you gotta put yourself number one but also you can't just like I don't know. Screw everyone else over, but you can. Yeah, I mean, but we'll talk about this later, but with Edward, it's like, he does make the choice to leave, and he feels like he's making that choice to protect Bella. Mm -hmm. So it's like, he's like, I'm not being selfish, and I'm not making this choice for myself, I'm doing it for you, and she's like, she never would have made that choice. Never in a bajillion years. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, Carlisle tells Bella how he's still not sure that he made the right choice in turning everyone else, but that Edward's mom changed his mind. Yeah, man. Edward's mom, she knew some stuff. Her name was Elizabeth Mason, and he tells Bella how Edward looked just like her, they had the same shade of hair, and that her eyes were exactly the same color green. You have your mother's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Harry. Bella goes, his eyes were green? Why does eye color (laughs) I just get very emotional about the eye colors not being human colors. It is very sad when Bo's eyes change color, when Edward's eyes have to change color, when Bella's eyes. And they talk about that, too, when Bella turns and Charlie comes over and her Mm -hmm. eyes are different. That's, like, the first thing he notices. Yeah. Oh, gosh, my stomach. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the day that Elizabeth died, and if you guys remember, they were flewing it up in Chicago, and she was nearly gone Everybody was dying. She begged Carlisle to save Edward and to do everything in his power to save him. And he's like, she seemed to know that I had something else going on. Well, yeah, she need, she's like, you need to do everything in your power. Oh, my. <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, I, I'll do everything in my power. Yep. Bye. It's like, well, Edward, your mom asked me for this, so here we go. <laughs> I looked at Edward. Sick as he was, he was still beautiful. There was something pure and good about his face. Mm. The kind of face I would have wanted my son to have. So Carlisle swoops Edward across the rooftops <laughs> back to his house. He's so Batman. And then he's like, well, I don't really know how to do this. Oh. So he just makes all the exact wounds that he had Mm-mm. onto Edward. Oh, Edward. Because the Volturi are jerks who didn't teach him anything, I guess. (laughs) I know. Imagine living with these guys for so long and they're like, we're just not going to tell him. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sorry, though. I've never been sorry that I saved Edward. So he's unsure about everyone else, but Edward, he's like, nope. He was, he's my guy. Yep. He's the one. Uh, Carlisle has now finished all 50 stitches on Bella's arm. <laughs> and he offers to take her home. Um, she's still covered in blood and frosting. <laughs> Thick pink frosting all over her shoulder. Like, how awkward. That's way more awkward than the blood. Mm-hmm, like, oh, I landed in the cake. Yeah. Oh, cake on me. <laughs> well, my favorite blue shirt is oh. ruined now. <laughs> um, Edward comes in and he offers to take her home. Uh, but first he has to go find Alice so Alice can find Bella a shirt. Yeah. Why? I don't know. We just gotta get Edward back out of the room so we can keep talking. Yeah. Um, Bella looks at Carlisle and she's like, he's not doing good. And Carlisle's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tonight is exactly the kind of thing that he fears most. You being put in danger because of what we are. Um, they go back into the main room. Esme has bleached the fuck out of everything. She has like a mop poor, on the ceiling. It's straight bleach, too. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm not diluting this. She's like, no gloves. No. Cover the nose. Nope. She's just going <laughs> at it with the bleach. bleach. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm panicking, though. Edward's making me panic. Edward's being so distant and not... Edward like. I don't like it. 
Um, Alice comes in and gives Bella sh- one of Esme's shirts. The, it's about the same color, so Charlie won't notice. Yeah, no, Charlie won't notice. Why are we trying to hide this from Charlie? We hide everything from Charlie. How, however, <sighs> imagine Bella coming home from a party at Edward's house. Charlie already is like, the last time you, I mean, there's already a history of Bella getting hurt. And not yeah. just hurt, but almost dying. Hospitalized. Um, basically because of Edward. And because nobody talks to each other. Nobody tells anybody anything. Yeah. I'm sure that I would be like, something's happening to my daughter. She's being abused. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, Charlie was never surprised to see me bandaged. <laughs> Is what Bella says about that. Um, so, while she's changing into her new Esme shirt... She asks Alice how bad it is, and she says, I'm not sure yet. Edward can't possibly still be undecided about this, so this is Alice lying to Bella. She's trying to soften the blow because she knows exactly what's going to happen. And she asks how Jasper is, and he's dude mad and feels (laughs) V-weak. Oh no, poor guy. Bella says, you'll tell him I'm not mad at him. Not at all, won't you? Yes, Bella. I just don't feel good. (laughs) Well, this is still just chapter two. I'd (laughs) like to remind you. That's it. I quit. (laughs) Goodbye. Um, Edward's waiting by the front front door, and he held it out. Okay. He held it open without a word. No, stop not talking. Um, Alice just gives Bella all her prezzies, and then they leave the house, and Edward goes full statue mode. Which drives Bella nuts. <sighs> Rightfully so. Yeah. It's te- oh, it's terrifying when your boyfriend is like... <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? I, uh, <laughs> gross. Bella finally is like, will you say something, please? And he goes, what do you want me to say? And she says, tell me you forgive me. Uh, and oh boy, was that the wrong thing to tell Edward. Grief. Uh, he starts ranting about how none of this would have happened if she was dating Mike. Ew. How the worst thing that could have <laughs> happened would be they couldn't find her a band-aid. And even if she tripped into a bunch of glass... Instead of being thrown, maybe she would have, like, bled on the seat on the way to the ER. (laughs) And Bella just goes, how did Mike Newton end up in this conversation? (laughs) And then Bella gets classic, like, super dramatic. I love it so much. It makes me feel so good. (laughs) She goes, Mike, uh," she goes, I'd rather die than be with Mike Newton. (laughs) (laughs) And Edward goes, don't be melodramatic, please. <laughs> and at this point in time, I'm like, yeah, break up so that you guys can, like, figure your lives out and then get back together and be normal. Because this you know would have been horrible if this just kept happening. You are so right. Sometimes the best thing to do is break up, take a breather, figure it out, and then you can get back together. Mm-hmm. And it happens all the time, guys. Yeah. Happened I, with me and my husband. Like, I wouldn't say, like, that's the go-to thing if you're having a problem. No, no, But no. if you cannot, uh, <laughs> if you can't talk to each other and, yeah. like, work through stuff, then take a break. Yes. Yeah, break is really good. We were on a break! 
Okay. Bella is feeling very unsure about every single thing, and so she asks him if he's going to stay the night, which has just been something that's been happening without, like, invitation. Yeah. And so she's like, are you going to stay the night? And he says yes, and so he takes all her gifts, and he hops in through the window (laughs) after a reluctant kiss. Okay. Gross. Charlie's here, though, and he says, well... Who else? <laughs> uh, Bella tries to hide her arm very unsuccessfully because she waves goodnight to Charlie using that hand. Goodnight, Charlie. Oh, Wait a crap. second. <laughs> nothing. And he just goes, it's nothing. Bella. <laughs> um, she goes up to the bathroom and changes into a matching tank top and cotton pants. Fan. Big fan. She keeps them in the bathroom for yeah, nights yeah. such as this. <laughs> And then she goes and she finds Edward sitting on her bed. Um, She climbs into his lap, and now she's kind of excited to open the gifts. Is she? She is. Or is she putting on a show? Oh, yes. She's like, this is what Edward wants. Yeah. Yep. She picks up the one from Carlisle and Esme, and Edward very quickly unwraps it before (laughs) she can nick a major artery. Get Uh, that away from your neck, Bella. How dare you try to open that with your ear? Stop it. Put your femoral artery away. I will open it. Go over there. Sit in the rocking chair. Um, she opens it up and it takes her way too long to figure out its airline tickets. Bella, who flies every summer, seriously, doesn't she's... know what a airplane ticket looks like. She's going to forks all the time. Oh my gosh. It's uh, two airline tickets to Jacksonville, and Bella's so excited. <laughs> and Edward's like, yeah, if I had any idea you could respond to a gift this appropriately, I would have made you open it in front of Carlisle and Esme. She wouldn't, though. No. She wouldn't have, she would have been like, thank you. She would have been like me. Mm-hmm. I am a grateful. <laughs> thank you for this present. <laughs> Goodbye. And then just crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she's very excited because it's a present for both of them. Yes. And he goes, now I wish I'd spent money on your present. I didn't realize you were capable of being reasonable. <laughs> That's rude. That's a classic Edward. Rude. Rude. Yeah. Uh, he hands her an unwrapped blank CD because he unwrapped it already. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts it in the CD player. And Bella is a no-speech, a wide eye. Why, though? It's so beautiful. Nobody ever made you... I guess nobody ever made her a mixtape before. It's the best thing ever. It is. It's such a thoughtful, meaningful gift. Mr. Record Producer has done it again. <laughs> Bella gets her very own calming CD to play on her new stereo. Imagine this scenario. Edward's like, <laughs> everybody out. And they're like, why? What? What's going on? I was playing chess. Get out. Why? Just tell me what, tell me what you're going to do. Just get out. He's like yelling at his family to get out. And they're trying to ask him. And he's like, I'm going to record a song for Bella, okay? <laughs> he just takes the whole piano outside. He just takes the piano somewhere. <laughs> and he sets up a little like acoustic mm-hmm. shell around it. Yeah. And starts recording. <laughs> Rosalie is rolling her eyes. Emmett's doing an interpretive dance. Alice yes. is smiling. Esme's crying. Oh. Carlisle's just 
his shining glow out of his head from pride and happiness. Oh. <laughs> really cute. <sighs> Bella starts to cry, and Edward thinks it's because of her arm. What? <laughs> he thinks that every emotion that she has has to, like, somehow be related to, like, a physical pain, because... If, like, a vampire's having, like, an internal problem, they just go They just blank. hold very still. So he's like, if you're showing pain, that you must be, like, hurting because... Uh, is your arm okay? We don't do that if we're, like, just <laughs> happy about something. <laughs> um, it's not my arm. It's beautiful, Edward. Oh. We got a little Bella's lullaby. It is beautiful. I think this is so sweet. He wanted to buy her a piano so he could play it live. <laughs> yeah, but she's all right with the album version. Oh my gosh, Edward Cullen. I'm just <laughs> crying. I'm so anxious. Uh, he asks her about her arm again, and she says that it's fine, even though she really wants ice or his hand, <laughs> but she doesn't tell him. Uh, why? Yes, Just why? tell him. Just tell him. This is exactly what he would want to hear. Guys, talk to each other. But he goes to find her Tylenol. <laughs> I don't know if I'd use Tylenol for that. Would you use Tylenol? Not or if would you, you have use... a vampire sweetheart. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even... But I'm just like, would I use Tylenol or ibuprofen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would just use that word. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Bella gets all settled in for bed. And she asks Edward what he's thinking about. He hesitates and then answers, I was thinking about right and wrong, actually. (sighs) And then, instead of, I don't know, asking him more, she just tells him to kiss her. Problems. I agree with you. She should have been like, let's continue this conversation, but I really like a little action. That's what I'm into. It is on my birthday. (laughs) Edward gets very into this kiss before pushing her away. Gently but firmly. (laughs) Sorry, that was out of line. (laughs) I don't mind. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no, Bella. And then we get Bella's most awful line. (laughs) Which is tempting you more, my blood or my body? Get out of here. (laughs) Edward thinks it's funny. Uh, she snuggles in. It had been a long day in so many ways, yet I felt no sense of relief at its end. No. Nope. Almost as if something worse was coming tomorrow. Uh, it was a silly premonition. What could be worse than today? Think of this, though. Bella's, oh, no. Bella has lots of premonitions. Oh, no. That's part of her thing. Yeah, what could be worse? Mm. I can think of something that would be worse. Okay. Trying to be sneaky about it, I pressed my injured arm against his shoulder (laughs) so his cool skin would soothe the birding. It felt better at once. And this is exactly what Edward needs to hear right now, that what he is can be helpful and good and not just a mess. I know. He really needs that. But no, she keeps it to herself. I was halfway asleep, maybe more, when I realized what his kiss had reminded me of. Last spring, when he'd had to leave me to throw James off my trail. Mm-mm. That was a goodbye forever kiss. <laughs> oh, boy. My shoulders are so high. Oh, boy. They're attached to my ears. They're like shoulder earrings. Oh, look. Uh, I can't. I cannot. My anxiety. I hate the feeling of... I... Like, any time I ever had a boyfriend... 
even with Mark, it was just always like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Are they going to break up with me? I mean, I'm that way with every human I ever meet, but it's like, oh man, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I, and when there's no like conversation, you can't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Gosh, oh. I hate it. I think that's what I like so much about Mark is that he's always just like, yeah, this is exactly how I feel. And I'm like, okay, good. Phew. I need that so much in a relationship. I get so anxious when I don't know what's going to happen. Eep. 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 <laughs> so big. Oh, the okay. biggest eep ever. Capital E, capital E, capital E, 50 more times, and then just one P. One P. Period. <laughs> Okay. Guys. Okay. Uh, any announcements? No. Anything to talk about? Anything? Nope. Nope. You guys are awesome. Oh. Oh. Is, you can edit this out. I'll just flag it. Is there, is the Discord thing just for our Patreon, guys? No. Okay, so we can talk about having people come to Discord. Yes. I think most of you have heard this and know of it already but if you want to there's some really fun (laughs) really fun and really funny conversations happening on our discord page yeah which i got on and was like well what is this new world (laughs) this newfangled young skin conversation (laughs) happening but it's really fun and really funny and it's it's very active oh yeah which always surprises me every time i make even a comment Immediately, there's responses, and I'm like, "Oh, you guys! It's yeah. very exciting." So, if you want to so. talk to each other mm-hmm. about Twilight yeah. and other people, we've been inviting some of Tumblr's most popular meme makers. Oh, I know, and they're in there with that's all exciting. their cool stuff. So, yeah, it's a fun place to be. So, that's yeah, kind of an announcement. Yeah. All right, you guys. This was this was heavy. Oh boy. But thanks. We got through it real quick because next episode's going to be a doozy because I have three times the amount of notes. I can't. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to keep rubbing this little spot of skin in between my eyebrows mm-hmm. so that I don't get even bigger frown lines. I have easy access <laughs> to that spot because my bangs have a. You have a bang part. Area. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks for remembering New Moon with us. Thank you so much. And we love you guys. And remember. What should we remember today? Uh, um, uh, remember, if you come home from your birthday party and your entire arm is bandaged from top to bottom, don't wave at your dad with it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and and making making ours come true. true.